Titles. Go. Trebuchet. Ten minute. <laughs> Shit's broke. Uzmeke. About to get kicked out. A sense of history. Dubkini. <laughs> Moki. 20252. Washington's balls. Drunken Zoomer. Professor Jack. Hancock to Jack me? <laughs> kind of right is this? <laughs> Beating my dragon. Sitting purdy. Anorexic mouse. <laughs> Spelled M Y S T. Urine soaked ball pit. Missed expectations. Just a bit outside. I got nothing. Part two. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Warning. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. I'm Kev. I'm Jack. Guys, what's got you geeked? <gasps> well, I am pretty excited uh, by two things. Um, one of them is uh, the release tomorrow on Netflix of Junji Ito Maniac, Japanese Tales of the Macabre. Now, yeah, I, yeah I, see, yeah. Wow. You know, I figured Kev would have that uh, that kind of look. Uh, Junji Ito is a, a Japanese artist, and he's uh, produced tons of uh, I always pronounce manga, manga, manga in uh, manga. Japan. And and what it is, it's horror. He does horror, and he has a mm. very very distinct visual style that, for the past few decades, has kind of gripped um, the horror community over there. And there have been some movies. Um, there's there's a whole series of movies based on his Tomy character. Uh, they did one based on a movie called Spiral. But here's the thing: his shit is really fucking disturbing. Okay, in, in a very strange way. Like you you read one of those and you just kind of feel off afterwards. Just to give you an example, and this is one of the stories that's being adapted because they're being adapted in um, animated form. Mm -hmm. um, there's one story about on this cliff face where they suddenly find a bunch of human shaped holes, like with people like with their arms and legs outstretched. And it's a bizarre thing. The news is covering it until people figure out that they get there and there's a hole that's just their size. Ooh. And people start being drawn to going in the hole and just going deeper and deeper and deeper into the mountain. It, it's fucking creepy as shit. Um, and, and spiral is another good one where, um, 
people start noticing spirals in nature and then in everything in real life. And it just takes over this entire community. It's funny too, because in the movie they would point at it and the Japanese word for spiral is Uzmeki. And they'd be like, Uzmeki whenever they saw it, <laughs> it which started a thing because we had, um, Avery's old therapist, who is now her new therapist again, uh, a couple years ago when we started going there, uh, get into the building, there's a hallway that goes down and there's a bunch of weird art. Some of it, it's, it's like weird, you know, mechanical, broken glass and metal, weird tribal shit. And the other ones are tribal paintings with lots of Nat Geo titties. And I, we were walking down the road or down the, the hallway. And I noticed that this lady who's holding a baby and a nipple, and it looks like there's a spiral there. And I go, Ooh, Becky. Well, even after we stopped going there, um, and we started again last week, but I, I got in the habit of whenever I see a spiral in, in public, I do that and my wife just loses it. Uh, but I'm I'm just really excited because this this is going to be a fun adaptation. Um, the movie Spiral was a little bit weird because some of the things they had to do are hard to do in real life. Uh, I think it's going to work much better, which, you know, animation is closer to the original art form it was created in. The other thing that has me excited is I did an experiment tonight. Um, cause you know, tomorrow's gone. It's just Avery and I, which has been crazy. Um, you know, until tomorrow, I can't wait. Uh, but, uh, we decided to go to red chili, the, the Chinese restaurant on Erie Boulevard, because I've been wanting Chinese food. And I'm like, you know, I think I can do Chinese food and I can do it low carb if I'm careful. And I did a lot of research, figured out that, um, chicken with black bean sauce, you know, the black bean sauce doesn't have sugar. So that's good. So we went there. I got that. I got, they have this big, they call it dry pot style thing of um, sauteed cabbage with peppers and sliced roasted pork and stuff. It was fucking delicious. I get home. I check my blood sugar uh, an hour and a half later and it's 118. Is that high? So, yeah, I, I'm like, this, this works. This is something that that i can do because i was expecting a spike but it, it never spiked me so i'm i'm oh, just really oh, excited oh, oh. to be able to to go have chinese food again because i haven't had chinese food since this started since we started the the diet and me watching my blood sugar so yeah red chili is awesome if you haven't been there nope, a lot of people say, well on the, all the food groups on facebook say it's the best chinese food in syracuse and um I, they they may not be wrong it's traditional um, like, you know, you get order takeouts, like stuff you get at a normal takeout and like chicken with broccoli. It, it It's kind of like what you get there, but it's different. It, it's almost like it's more sophisticated, maybe more authentic. Uh, it's definitely not the same thing, but they all taste better. But you can also get weird shit there, like, you know, uh, fried jellyfish and um, um, blood intestines <laughs> and, and some really some fucked up shit on that menu. It, it's It's straight up traditional Chinese food. Like Somebody can get it there. Not yeah, this kid. Yeah, that's not. I'll try it. I'm going to stick I'm... to the, the the Americanized stuff. I think. As long as it's in hot ten dogs. minutes, that's all. Like no yeah. hot dogs. Well, I mean, they they have the cooking plates on the table, so they have stuff where you like cook it on the table or it sizzles. Uh, my thing, a cabbage today came in this big contraption that had a fucking flame underneath it that had it sizzling and everything. So it's it's some fancy shit. It's just really cool. That that does I'm sound not... cool. The flaming cabbage. Yeah, I'd get down with that. I could throw I that at somebody. It. Yeah, you would throw that. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> you need a trebuchet in there. Just <laughs> ten minutes. I get a trebuchet ready. Ten minutes. <laughs> Everything's just in ten minutes. <laughs> All right, moving on. You've been here for hours. Oh, you go a now. Cat I need to let in here. You've been here for hours. You go now. <laughs> hey, stupid! Scare, scare my wife and kids. 
<laughs> so as uh, Hugh just said, what has me Uzmeki? Sorry, that was my Uzmeki. So what has me geeked? Actually, I'm very excited about this week, and it's actually probably my favorite. What got me geeked to the state? Um, so as you know, I'm all a history major, so um, the history geek here. Um, I've actually been communicating with a couple of my college professors, and I would like. I had an idea about teaching a college course, which is kind of neat. And um, they said, "What would you teach?" And everyone's like, "Okay, you have history. You have your English." your Spanish, your math. So you have all that, everything has been done. So I've been actually in the past, maybe half year now, I want to say, uh, developing a history course that nobody's ever heard of. So um, I've been, um, so talking with these ideas, coming up with some lesson plans, and I'm calling this a sense for history. That would what I would call it. So you incorporate your five senses, your touch, your taste, your smell, your feel, and your hearing. So you're using all your senses. So for example, I presented one of these lesson plans to the OCC uh, history department, like a couple of their professors and their chair and my buddy's mom. That's a big wig up at OCC. Uh, just uh. like, just spit, just spitballing a little bit. So they're like, how would you do that? So one of my favorite things in history, as you guys know, is the Russian revolution. So I just was like, no, no. no. okay. So, um, but the Russian revolution, like, how would you do that? So. Yes, you can say it's January, it's July 18th, 1918, they were assassinated, the Imperial family. Now I'm going more in depth because I know the bodies were doused with acid, sulfuric acid, so you can incorporate your senses a little bit. The gunman, I've been reading diary entries, he was shaking the gun when he was killing the family. He was shaking uncontrollably. So like, I'm trying to dive deeper into history a little bit. So I'm trying to find these things in history and just see if I can um incorporate like all your senses like you would have to incorporate it like i would it would, it's a very in-depth history course it's probably like a um it's not just a general history course it's like an elective basically you would take probably like a one to three credits i would try to do that what's that you've said incorporate so many times i think i've forgotten the meaning of it i'm trying to figure out what you mean by that like you're not talking That's... about like licking george washington's balls and seeing what they taste like no or, no okay and you're no, not planning on throwing gonna, acid on the students, are you? Yeah. You're gonna have you're no, gonna have sulfur not. somewhere in the room so they can smell it. And sulfur is a very strong odor, so you can almost taste that when you can when you smell it. Right. But I so, mean, you know, you're gonna have visuals, you're gonna maybe have some sounds in the background, maybe gunshots or you know, mm-hmm. people oh, screaming because they guns, murdered the Jack. whole family. So yeah. you could have babies crying and I'm just trying so, to understand how that how that works. You would have to incorporate all your senses, and like that's why I said it's like a sense for history. I've like like I said, I have about six or eight lesson plans written out right now. The Russian Revolution's one, Elvis Presley, um, like one of his last concerts. I was working on a little bit, so just something uh, like that. I, it's really neat. I would think I What's would that? not take your course because I would freak right the fuck out, and I'd never be able to forget it. It's going to be very in depth. Like like I said, it probably won't happen for a couple of years, but it's something <laughs> I would like to have on the back burner. Um, I've always thought it'd be cool to be a college professor, just uh, incorporating all these different ideas, because like we can all take history, we can all take math, but it's just an elective type history course for people that like what Kev said, it's going to be in depth, but it's going to be interesting for sure. Like I said, I'm incorporating all these different ideas. Calling you Professor Jack from now on. (laughs) The way you answered my question, I think you should run for political office. (laughs) He answered a question by using the words in the question. 
<laughs> basically we don't know like these answers like it because it's never been done before you know? oh like, okay okay i thought you had an idea I, okay all right if, no, if you're still is, developing it all right it's a it's okay. like a pet project it's 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 my baby project that i've been working on for a while it, it's it's never been done before so like yes you, um, you can do anything with the history but like history can be born with dates and times and like hearing somebody give a lecture that's why it's only boring if the person who thinks it's boring is boring I agree with that. So um, when I used to teach, I would go up and down the aisles. I wouldn't stand behind a podium. I would get um, the students involved. But that's what I would like to do for a history course and try to get people involved with it. It almost sounds like the cross between a class and an escape room. Kind of. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah. And also, my biggest takeaway in that was you're definitely trying to go for the whole nepotism angle. If you have your, you're tapping your, your buddy's big wig mom at the school. Oh, of course. Come on. I mean, Wait, I, he's yeah. tapping her. I thought he just talked to her. Whatever gets him in the door. Right. <laughs> I mean, if it, if it gets well, him, he's all She is the number two of OCC. Ah, ooh. <laughs> wow. He's tapping so. the number two. Huh? Who does number two work for? He, he means butt sex in case you didn't know. Just that's what I was getting at. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Now that we've beat up on Jack enough, let's let's move it along. <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> it's still early. We got a lot, a lot to go over here, Jack. Yeah. For me, it's simple. I, I'm gonna go for me, it's pretty simple. Um, don't know if you guys saw the uh message or thing on on uh for Geekpot. I got something in in my in my on my phone last week from uh, a gentleman by the name of Zot. He is the manager of Northern Pines. Oh yeah, so I saw that. He's actually going to be listening to the podcast. He saw that we were oh, talking. You're about, about to get kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> I just just paid, and then I'm already I'm already ex, I'm already blackballed. <laughs> So, Sorry, yeah, so, so he uh, he said he was going to take a listen to the podcast because he noticed that uh, Northern Pines was was mentioned and stuff like that. So he's gonna he's gonna take a listen. So you now hopefully maybe he does kind of go back a little bit and listen and and whatnot. So hopefully he's got the right kind of sense of humor. Well, he does. He's got he's got a sense of humor like we've got. We oh good. We've talked to him for the past two yeah, years. Poor bastard. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, I mean he's he's a, he's a very cool guy. So. You know, it's just, it's just one of those things, you know, I'm hoping he, he picks up on the podcast. Maybe we get some more viewers that way and whatnot. So what was his name? Cause I missed that part. Uh, his first name is Azat, A-Z-Z-A-T. I can't, I couldn't find the, the message on my phone again. I don't know why. I, uh, I, don't know why I, I must've missed that. Usually I get notifications that we have messages. I saw it. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's yeah. why he was like, "Fuck this!" And he deleted it. <laughs> he would have to have the right kind of sense of humor because I actually did say "lick George Washington's balls" a few minutes ago. Like yeah. something that's never been said on this podcast before. No, <laughs> this is very true. Um, but anyway, Azat, just saying, we're always looking for sponsors <laughs> and, and special guests. That too, mm-hmm. especially on Corpse's new golf segment that he's going to do. If we get that sponsorship. And no, you wouldn't have to stay on for the whole three and a half fucking hours. You could just come on, do your bit, and then go live your life like a normal human being, unlike us. Not that Kev's campaigning for that or anything. We'll have all 
all like long beards and all that stuff on the podcast. Like, oh, we're still recording after 84 hours. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's that's really cool. I, I'm glad they saw that. And uh, I'm glad they reached out to us. I'm kind of sad I missed it. But that's that's pretty awesome. See, maybe Facebook Geek marketing Pod, works. Maybe Geekpod can present a golf tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm putting Corbs in charge of that one if that's the case. Go if I can drive the cart and drink beer. They look, look, They got you. Got to drive people around. Give you got to drive around and and sell the beers, man. There you go. A mm. beer vendor would be a lot of fun. Kevin can't <laughs> because they they'll want to know what happened to the product. I'll be like, I vended well, you, it you, to you me. Laugh. You you laugh, you laugh when I've been to golf tournaments. People buy shots. I mean, no offense, Kev. People buy shots for the beer girl because it's always a girl that drives a beer cart around. And they're dude. I'll wear a fucking bikini if you're gonna buy me drinks. They buy. They buy. We we would. We're always buying drinks for the for the the, the beer cart girls and stuff like that. As long as they're of age. Wait, you said if you wear a bikini, no one will be drinking. I'll drive the cart and I'll bring a couple of nice young ladies with me, and they can <laughs> they can serve out of the coolers. How's that? There, there you go. go. I feel like Kev, if he so, drives a so, beer, so the Kev, beer car. Are you going to bring yeah. Jack's sister and Emily? I'm not saying. I feel like if Kev drives a beer cart, though, they're like, oh, so what do you have in the cart? Well, I had this. I had this. I had this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, it's all gone. I bring, got some I water bring, left. Uh, I'll bring a lot of stock. <laughs> It'll all be gone by you. A lot of it would. <laughs> I'll be driving the beer cart. I'll be like, oh, God. It's like... Right. um. Like Bill Murray's character in Caddyshack. Oh, we got a strip touch over here. Uh, oh. <laughs> miracle story over here. <laughs> it's in the hole. It's in the hole. Get in the hole, ball. Get in your home. So it's my right. turn? My yes, turn? it is. All right. So, so last week I talked about the garage cleanup and what that would lead to. And this week I'll give you what the final destination is, at least one of the final destinations of the garage cleanup. The NEBDR. That's what's got me geeked. The Northeast Backcountry Discovery Route. Now, this is this is something that some guys have put together. It's a bunch of GPS tracks and some places to see, some places, some things to do. Uh, basically takes you from Hancock, New York, all the way up to Jackman, Maine. And it takes you around the most twistiest, windiest, insidest, outsidedest dirt roads and, and crazy stuff you've ever seen through Vermont or New York, Vermont, New Hampshire, and then finally into, uh, into uh, Maine. Uh, 1,200, 1,300 miles, something like that total, um, seven, between seven and, and nine days, uh, they figure for the ride. I've got a few people that want to go with me, uh, some that are going to do the whole thing, some that are only going to do a part of it, but, um, what I've been, what, this is the kind of riding that I've been doing for years. Um, I go find the best dirt roads, dirt trails, ATV trails, whatever it is. And I go ride my motorcycle on them. And, you know, if it's a motorcycle, it's not supposed to be on them. It's that much more fun. Um, but so this is an organized thing where you can go and you can look at the tracks and you can see what's going on and you have something to expect to, to see along the way. Really cool towns and, and uh, good food and good places to stay. Um, you know, great stuff like that. We're doing that in June. So I've got a lot of time between now and June to get my motorcycle ready, 
go out and experiment with some of the gear I want to carry with me. This will be the first time I've done a ride this long, an off-road ride this long. Typically, the rides I do are you know, between two and four days. Um, everything up to this point has never really been very long. You know, I go out for a few days and, and find my way home. Maybe sometimes I get a flat tire or, you know, something goes wrong or whatever it goes right sometimes they, they always just go or sometimes they, everything goes right and it's just a great weekend this is going to be an adventure it's going to be uh, a lot of unknown i've uh, been to a lot of the areas that this goes through i've uh, been all over uh new england all over maine and new hampshire and vermont so a lot of these areas this goes through i've already been to but it's it's roads and tracks that i've never seen before um, some mountain peaks, some some rivers, some uh, ponds, some some private property, some farmland. Really, really cool stuff. So that's where that's where this whole garage thing is headed. It's it's going to give me an opportunity to to work on uh, a couple of motorcycles this winter and and get them ready like I used to before I I kind of let my garage go. Um, I tear stuff down and and rebuild it, new bearings and uh seals in the suspension and you know cleaning air filters and changing out hoses and and patching up wires that got war things anything anything that needed to be done uh, you know you do it in the off season and, and and then and then you ride the piss out of them in the regular season and that's that's what i'm uh working up to and and uh and and that's where it's going to head if you're interested in what what it is or or what it looks like just look up nebdr and you'll find the website you'll find that they have a lot of different uh routes like this all across the united states and uh you'll see how much how much time and effort these folks have been putting into these routes and uh, they all they do it it's no cost to anybody that wants to do it they do it for free um you know and and they have a great time doing it because it's all just a bunch of you know, morons like me that just like to take big, expensive motorcycles off road and get them dirty and 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 fall over and break shit. So, no. So that's 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 what I'm doing. That's what's got me geeked. I've been working on that for the last last. So, I have a couple of questions about mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Now, last summer we talked about there was a there's a path that goes across the United States too, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That takes you through. I think you said pretty much like. The upper upper states or whatever it is, mm -hmm. or through all the states. I'm not. I can't, I can't remember. I know we talked about there's, it. Yeah, there's a couple of them. Yep. There's uh. So there's a transatlantic trail. There's also the um. As they call it, the TAT that goes coast to coast. Um. There's several different BDR routes. The the Mid Atlantic BDR, and then they have the uh, Wyoming BDR, and the, the uh. This one that goes to Idaho. I don't know if they call that the Idaho BDR or whatever. But okay. so there's different ways to do um to do it. You could you could just run the TAT all the way. Uh, you could run the BDR and, and do different things. Um, the, the, the best part is, is that there's great places to go and there's great things to do. And you don't have to just get on a motorcycle and get on a highway to get right. there. You know, you, you do something different. You see something, you know, see something you wouldn't see otherwise. Take your time to get there. It's not going to be in a straight line. Um, you know, and that's, that's what I like about it. I like, I don't necessarily have to go fast. I don't have to get there tomorrow. Um, right. it's, it's whatever, whatever happens along the way is, is, is what makes it fun. Nice. And then the other thing, my question, another question becomes is, it, it, does it go to like towns, like there's places for you guys to sleep or would you, would you end up like camping out at the same time too? I mean, I'm sure you probably could do that if you wanted to. 
Yep, it's both. It's both. Um, so they mark out. Um, they mark out a lot of the uh, uh, forest lands. You know, state and federal forest lands uh, between between the points. You know, starting to finish, and along each one of the sections, they have they have different sections that they figure. You know, a section is about a day's worth of riding. Um, so the, and they'll mark them all out, and and then there's other people that have done it, and they mark out other what they call primitive campsites. So uh, between the small towns where all the hotels are, and, and those are on the website too, the, the website has a lot of suggestions of places to go. So okay. if you figure out how far you can ride in a day, you can actually plan ahead and you can schedule hotel stops, you know, okay. hotels, motels, whatever. Um, but all these areas are very, very populated until, in fact, in this one, until you get to Northern Maine, you're never more than a few miles from any kind of, you know, small town or, or okay. even some, some larger towns. Um, but yeah, you can do whichever. Uh, friends of mine that did, have done almost all the BDRs, they always like to stay in hotels and 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 and, uh, and motels. Um, me, uh, my plan is to tent as much as possible, and um, I used to do a lot of that. Uh, over the last couple of years, I've changed my gear out a little bit so that I can get back into tending because I got away from it. Um, but I got a new sleeping pad that's a little thicker. It's, air, it's an air pad, but it's actually one that I can compress down and pack in my gear. Um, and it's very comfortable. So once I'm comfortable, then I can do it again. The old stuff I had, the old equipment I had, like the sleeping pad was so thin that I just I couldn't sleep. I just couldn't deal with it. Um, so new equipment, new, you know, um, uh, new ways of doing things. And, and I've changed the way I changed the way I, I don't, I don't carry my, my cooking gear anymore. I don't carry a, uh, uh, a stove anymore. I, I, don't, I just get away from that. I just, you go and you stop at a, 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 you know, grocery store or something, you get stuff that's easy or you stop at a restaurant and, and then you don't have to worry about, right. you know cooking in the morning and cooking at night, you know, cleaning all that crap up, taking care of that kind of shit. Right. Yeah. So, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure doing that stuff takes extra time. If you get yeah. clean everything before you put it away type of thing, yep. it yep. takes extra time from, from riding, which is what the main thing is, is to be on this thing is to be riding is to be on your bike as much as possible. Right. And a lot of guys, you know, they want the whole experience. They're like, ah, I'm just going to go and I'm going to ride. I'm going to camp and I'm never going to see another human being. Right. Okay. You know, good, good luck with that. Um, right. But I, I'm, I'm past that. I, a little bit of convenience, a lot of riding, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So, yeah, it's and it, it's great because, and the really cool thing is if you watch the video, I, I, I don't, if you're not really into it, you might not want to watch the video, but the video is cool that they have. The BDR actually did a video of the setup of it, and they take you through all these little towns, and they show you some of the cool things there is to see there, some of these cool old stores and what they have to offer. It's just, it's really, really, really neat. So, you know, and like I said, we've been to a lot of these places already, the wife and I, and uh, so we know what to expect. And and I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. So, is she going with you? No, because she doesn't have a machine that would do a lot of these uh, these roads. Right. The, the class three and class four roads we're going to be on in Vermont, New Hampshire, mean that uh, the machine she has would not uh, would not do well. She could go around. But right. she's already decided that she doesn't want to even try that this time. So, and the guys I'm going to be with are all a little bit more hardcore. So we're going to try to push it um, through some of the harder okay. stuff. So, but well, uh, we, her and I'll have a lot of rides this, this summer. Do other stuff. Cool. <laughs> all right, did that's I, all. I, that's all I had, Paul. Did, did I really hear you say Hancock to Jack me? Jackman. That's what- Jackman. 
Hancock to jack me off. Yeah. You sick bastard. I've been holding on to that the whole time. <laughs> I was about to say either Paul's got to sleep or he has to like poop or something yep. up there. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, what's going on up there? I'm like, well, what have you been holding yeah. on to that whole time? Because that's you're talking about George Washington's Hancock. balls. That's what he's been holding. <laughs> Hancock, New York, that's... is like is like the 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 biggest the, the tiniest little pit of a town in the in in, in the southern border of New York. Right, right on the New York Pennsylvania border, and Jackman, Maine. There's like a population of like two. I mean, it's... myself and another person. Yeah, um, my uh, my stepdad's family is actually all from Hancock. So... Oh no shit! Yeah, <laughs> no shit! Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> all right, uh, mine mine's pretty quick too. I just saw something really cool this week. Uh, Sci-Fi Horror Fest, our good buddies there, Tiffany, Beth, and uh, Denny, they started doing something really cool. I don't know if any of you guys have seen this on Facebook. They have, they're they're doing um, trivia videos now. And they have their own new horror mascot. And um, it's a scarecrow named Husk, and he's the one that's doing the videos. And thought it was really cool, and uh, it'll be a shame if our folks haven't seen these yet, so the ones that have been released so far will be playing over the ads tonight. So, I just thought it was uh, it was pretty awesome. I'm hoping Husk catches on. It's it's really cool. Um, Tiffany Beth told me a little bit of the backstory for them. They have a full fleshed out backstory for this character. They have a lot of ideas with them on what they want to do with him. And uh, it's really cool stuff, but I'm not going to get ahead of myself and give away any of their info that they haven't given away yet. But I, I, I want everybody to see these videos. I thought they were pretty cool. So yeah. that's it for me. Uh, so let's uh, let's usher everybody into the Players Club. What are you playing, guys? I'm still playing Elden Ring. Loving it. Um, beat my first dragon tonight right before Ooh, the show. Nice. Um, just... An amazing, amazing game. No, no, I don't refer <laughs> to your my, dragon. I don't refer to my penis as the dragon. It's not that big. Well, I don't uh, know. I mean, maybe you, maybe you lulled him into a sense of, uh, you know, you know, ecstasy, and then you know, you stabbed him in the heart or something. I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> it's not Elden Cock Ring. It's Elden Ring. Well, thank you for the clarification. I appreciate. You're welcome. It. Last week wasn't it Elwin Ring? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome i'm still playing um midnight suns still having a blast with it um unlocked another character this week captain america is now on my team so got to uh got the spoilers if you're gonna play the game got to watch avengers tower fall that's that was something hmm. so still um for those of you who like a, a faster paced game, not gonna be your thing. But me, I'm 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 digging it. So anybody else? I got nothing part two. <laughs> no games. <laughs> no corpse? No, I haven't had a chance to get on and play. Been uh helping mom get ready. She's going on her uh her cruise next start on Monday next week. So awesome. So, yeah, very, so very yeah. cool. Your mom's going on her cruise, and my parents are going to Turks and Caicos. Oh, so I'm like, so be- now we know whose house is going to be vacant. Nice. 
vacation. Perfect. Party at Jack's parents' yeah. house. Mm -hmm. Neat. <laughs> yeah. Good luck in that. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll be all knocking right. on all the houses in Camillus. You're like, is this it? No. Okay, next. <laughs> all right. Well, I <gasps> guess that means it's time for Kev's Tabletop Review. So this week I have a uh, a bit of a theme going on, as I tend to do every once in a while. Uh, I found this awesome board game, tabletop game. Uh, it's not out yet. It's only in Kickstarter, and it is called The Last of Us Escape the Dark. Uh, this is a game that's based on the game of this. Uh, the game is based on the uh, the movie or the um, the game of the same name. The tabletop game is based on the video game of the same name, uh, which is also now a series that is in that is uh, playing on uh, HBO. And um, tabletop incarnation of a combination dungeon crawl. Those are my words, not really the way they describe it. Um, and open world where each hero must overcome their individual hangups. They call these, these imperfections, these personality imperfections, hangups, uh, to become the ultimate survivor. Uh, they will do this by discovering new locations. It's an open world concept, uh, battling horrific creatures, uh, creatures and, uh, crafting supplies and weapons that they will need to survive. Uh, it's on Kickstarter, kickstarter.com uh, projects, uh, Themeborn. So Themeborn is the company that's actually bringing it out and the last of us escape the dark. So my suggestion is check this game out on, on Kickstarter and take a look at it. The entire game is in black and white. The oh. imagery, very, very, very cool. The imagery is straight out of the video game and, with their tie into the uh, the very recently released uh, um, uh, HBO series, we call it a television series, um, a streaming series. It's it's it looks like it's going to be true to form. Now, uh, the one of the mechanics I saw in the game is this: um, you have this in a lot of other games. We've seen this a character card for the different characters in the game: um, uh, Joel, uh, Tommy, Ellie. Um, I forget who Joel's significant other is. What's her name? Hugh, do you remember? I don't. Yeah, I don't remember her name. So she, but she's in the game. I think it's her. I might, I might have been the leader of the um, Firebirds. They were called Firebirds, were they? Fireflies. They were Fireflies. Uh, might have been her. Uh, but I'm really not. I'm not that well versed on the game yet to be able to 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 uh, to give you those kind of details. But um, these hangups that I was talking about earlier. Uh, there are these character flaws, you know, like, uh, you know, Joel has this inability to go all the way because he's got, you know, some some memories of times in the past when that's, you know, causing some issues. When he gets over that, he becomes this amazing character. Uh, Ellie has a feature all of her own that I'm not going to get into. If you haven't played the game, you won't know what it is. If you haven't seen episode two of the, the streaming series yet. You won't know what it is. If you haven't seen episode one, you won't even have a clue what it is. But Ellie has something very, very interesting going on with her. She's the young girl in the story. So um, very, 
very interesting dynamic. You you choose where to go on the on the board, you know, you kind of choose on the board, and then it reveals what the location is, what it has to offer, uh, what kind of uh, creature might be attacking you, what kind of things there are to 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 gain by being in this location. Um, one to five players. Let me get the. I have the page open. Hold on. Has anyone uh, seen episode two? That's not out. No, 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 it? no. It's not out. Oh, it's okay. Not out. I thought maybe they did a you know two episodes on the premiere night and I missed it. No, but I know they're going to get into it just by what I've read. So, um, and and I, I don't know when this is going to come out. So maybe you know episode two might be right. out of attention. So, um, hold on, hold on. Whether you're returning back or just discovering Themeborn for the first time, welcome. It's great to have you with us. We're uh, beyond excited. So, Themeborn is the group that's releasing this. Um, they're calling this Escape the Dark a type of a type of game engine. Now, I haven't I haven't really seen this before, so I'm not really 100 percent sure what that means. One to five players, ages 14 and up. They're an adult themed game, I guess. Uh, 60 or so minutes to play. They've got some phenomenal little figures uh, that go along with this, based on the different the different levels of backing. Um, Playing this group of survivors, you will weave your own unique story of survival and companionship as you explore an open world map. They call nice. it an open world map, but it's you know it's a desktop. Right. Uh, it's, I board. mean, you're still going to have parameters, obviously. I I, I honestly mm -hmm. believe it, it. You don't really know what you're going to get when you go to one of these low you know locations on the board, and that's the whole idea about the open world is you're not really sure what you're going to get when you what you know what's going to happen when you get there. Uh, beginning your journey in the Forsaken Quarantine Zone. Oh, if you've seen episode one, you know what that's all about. Your goal is to travel to the reputed safe haven of Jackson while keeping everyone in the group alive. Uh, carefully plot your route through the troubled landscape, res uh, resolving immersive chapter cards at each location to gain vital information, weapons, and equipment. Survival will depend on making difficult choices and on tactical use of item cards and custom dice to overcome the variety of threats, including hunters, Fedra agents, and the dreaded infected. As I understand it, the tele the streaming series, I'm gonna I keep trying to call it a television series. I don't even know if people even use television anymore, other than just big displays. But Watch anyway, none of them. TV drama. It's you a streaming it drama. People, people, people watch them on their phones or on their computers, and you know maybe they use a you know a TV, but it's really just a monitor or display. So honestly, you know it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not saying it's good or bad. But anyway, um, if you played the game, if you watch the series, then you have a clue about what some of this means. If you like the game, or you like the series, or you even think you do. This game is worth looking into. Uh, I have to tell you, it looks it looks very intriguing to me. Uh, they only have a very very small entry on BoardGameGeek.com. Not much information about the uh, the game yet, but it is a Kickstarter. They have over six hundred thousand, six hundred eight hundred thousand. Where are they at right now? What was? Oh, uh, where did it go? Oh, here it is. Eight hundred sixty-one pounds. Europe, they're British, See, I guess. It's, yeah, it's not euros. Um, 861,076 pounds pledged of ooh, that 120,000 pound goal. They have well surpassed their goal. I'm gonna say this is happening, yeah. Um, so that's my pick of the week. 
Um, very interested. Again, there's a reason for this pick. Um, I wouldn't have gone looking for it had I not had something to say later on that also has to do with what I said to uh, Hugh earlier in the uh, last segment. So that's my pick. All right. Um, you said something about a game engine. They're like, haven't we heard like uh, engine building before? So and it is. So so this is an engine building game is where you continually gain resources to um to to you know embolden and empower your position. And I, that may be exactly what this is. It's not described that way, but it but it does kind of sound that way because as you as you move through these different locations, as you as you um uh uh, uh finish these different location uh, cards or uh what do they call them chapter chapter cards um then you do you can gain weapons and resources and survival skills you can you can get different uh different resources that you then um uh merge together to to um to build better things better survival items better weapons etc um so yeah so as a as an engine builder, I, I think this is exactly what this this game might be called. Okay. Um, time will tell. Um, as it as it comes out and gets reviewed a little bit better, the video that's on the website is the creators talking about how the game is 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 kind of laid out and and what the purpose is and how how it uh, translates to the to the video game and to the uh, the streaming series. Very cool. All right. Well, I think it's time we uh, throw it to commercial. Before oh, you yeah. do that, while we were sitting here, we got another message from Azat. That's probably saying, because I responded during the oh, break. Yeah. He said, I watched the entire stream last week when it dropped, enjoyed every second of it all. Or you all are amazing. If anyone else golfs, would love to have you guys in. So Ooh, thank nice. you, Azat, for reaching out while we're recording. That doesn't yes. happen ever. No. Look <laughs> at that. Even if Paul precipitated it. Breaking news. Should we throw that in before? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> There you go. Great job, That's Lord. pretty awesome. Very cool. All right. Now I'll continue on my spiel. <laughs> <laughs> By all means. Thank you. Um, so yeah, stick with us, guys. We will come back with the news. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics. King Films is the only one that King himself directed. Pet Cemetery, Maximum Overdrive, or The Stand. Now 
Now, before you spend the week wandering aimlessly around the house, unsure of what to do because your wife is in Austin, Texas at your job's quarterly manager summit thingy. Oh, wait, that's my week. I'm like a lost puppy dog being chased by an 11-year-old crackhead with dreams of McDonald's for dinner every night. Anyway, here's the news. First up, Leslie Nielsen ratings. That title was weak. It was like the new Jeopardy category from a few years back. First time I watched Jeopardy since I was a kid and that category came on, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Trick questions? And I trusted you, Alex. Anyway, so we have the viewing numbers from some recent shows, and they are big. AMC's The Mayfair Witches has turned into a huge hit. The Live Plus 3 data showing it scored 1.7 million viewers, enough to put it in the top 10 for the week. Similarly, The Last of Us has turned out to be HBO's second biggest premiere since 2010, only behind last year's House of the Dragon. The premiere gar garnered 4.7 million viewers, and HBA yeah, HBO, HBA? <laughs> HBO states that premiere night viewing only accounts for 20 to 40% of total viewers on average, so we can expect that number to at least double over time. If ever a show deserves that kind of welcome, this would be it. They are both great, but The Last of Us is just greatness on a different level. Next up, not a sure gambit. Channing Tatum has been known for many things, including campaigning hard to get a Gambit movie off the ground. While it seems he's given up on that dream, reports are coming in that he has another project in the works you might not expect. Apparently, his production company owns the rights to Ghost. You know, the one with Patrick Swayze, Whoopi Goldberg, and the pottery scene that still gets made fun of today. They are looking at a remake with some updated ideas and characters. Now, if I made a list of things that needed to be rebooted, this would not be near the top of that list or on the list. Uh, and I just want, want to know what they're going to replace the pottery scene with. Making a TikTok video, boozy painting, or how about you replace it with not remaking such a stupid movie? And finally, Roman Polanski would be proud. Fallen actor Kevin Spacey received a Lifetime Achievement Award from Italy's National Museum of Cinema, his first public event since the sexual assault charges that took him down. He thanked the organizers for having the balls to invite him. He actually said that. Since being charged, he's not been able to get any work in the U.S., but had, has had some luck in Europe. I guess we should really not be shocked by this at all. Italy has an uncomfortable history with sex abusers. That this country would give such a prestigious award to an accused sex offender is right in line with them also being the same country that houses the Vatican. And that's the news, kids. Now, I have a question for every single one of you. Which one of you motherfuckers keeps turning my laundry inside out? I know it's one of you. I don't know anyone else. It has to be one of you guys. I understand why my daughter's clothes come out of the dryer all twisted into inside-out braids. She throws her clothes off and manages to turn every single piece inside-out in the process. I imagine cartoon characters disrobe like that. Jim Carrey probably does as well. But I don't take off my clothes like a drunken Zoomer. Every single piece is right side out when it goes in my laundry basket. Now, I can see an item or two getting turned inside out in the washing and drying process, but every single one, every pair of underwear, shorts, and t-shirt are inside out when I go to put them away. I know somebody has to be fucking with me, and I want it to stop. I am losing years of my life to fixing them all before putting them away. I just want to know which one of you corn-peppered fucktards is willing to touch my underwear for a joke. That's not committing to a bit. It's called breaking and entering. Paul? It's Jack. Jack did it. <laughs> That's too much effort right there. No way. I thought it would be Kev out of any of us. <laughs> I did Kev's it with your hands. Sneaking away and doing <laughs> you it. With, you did it with my, you took my hands off. Yeah. <clears throat> In other news, Smokey the Bear's zip code is 20252. Back to you, Corbs.
was making sure it was five digits. That's all. This is not. I know two one zero. Yeah, can't Uh, so sports. I mean, wild card weekend. I guess is the the big thing this weekend. Um, I can't really say that anything really surprised me this weekend. Uh, the teams that have won, I think, should have won. The only, I think maybe the only surprise, and Jackie kind of backed me up, would have been the Jaguars. I don't know if you watched that game. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I watched the first, what, three passes that Trevor Lawrence threw, and three of them were picked off. I was like, oh, this fucking game's over. I turned it off, went to bed, got up at, like, I don't know, like 3.30 in the morning. I'm like, all right, let me check to see what that fucking score ended up being. And I found out that they won, and I was like, what the f- Fuck did I just miss? What the fuck? Did you fuck. <laughs> so there were like, three inter- yeah, there were three interceptions by one player too. Yeah, he threw four and he threw three to one player. So Asante Samuel Jr. Yep. So I was I was shocked at that one. Uh, wasn't shocked by the 49ers that came. I, I kind of figured it was going to be that lopsided. I didn't really think any game would be lopsided. I thought a lot of games would be closer. Um, so I didn't. I, you know, I had the Niners win in. I did have the Jags win in, which shocked me most of all the Dolphins game kind of the same thing I was uh, I wasn't feeling all that great on Sunday so I kind of had it on real for for a minute and I watched it and I watched uh Skylar Thompson throw I think two picks in the first three possessions or some shit like that and I was like all right well this then they did the bills were 14 nothing at that point I'm like I'm going to I went in laid down and passed out for a couple hours um I had a real bad migraine headache that day so I, I kind of just shut the TV off and crashed for a couple hours. And I got up and it was 17, 17. I'm like, what the hell? That What the hell just happened? And I was like, all right, well, apparently I got to not watch the games because when I don't watch the games, the teams that aren't supposed to win do better. So again, I, I crashed. I basically crashed for the rest of the night. So I missed the Giants game. So I just didn't see that one. Um, <clears throat> then, so I, that, that came in. That game didn't shock me either. I, I knew the Giants would end up beating the, the Vikings. Um, what was the game after that? Like, oh, Bengals. The, Bengals, the Bengals. I had the Bengals winning. I figured the Bengals were going to win. And I knew the Cowboys would beat the, the Buccaneers. Buccaneers, Tom Brady, he just needs to go away now. He needs to retire off into the sunset. They, they think he's going to come back. They're, they're talking about him going to – Paul, cover your ears. Earmuffs. Earmuffs. Talking about going to the Raiders. I heard that too. That's where they're. That's where they're saying. And I don't know if you know this, Paul, but when Gruden was there, they were talking about him going there with Gruden. Ugh. And then when Gruden got let go, that's what that all that, that whole thing fell apart, and he ended up with Tampa Bay after that. So, I mean, they're talking about you know they're talking about Tampa Bay. They're talking about San Francisco. I mean, that seems legit. But why? No, you got, no. You, you, got, you got Garoppolo. You got no, 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 no. I just mean him in San Francisco. Oh. That sounds right. No, I, know, I, no. I, I, I got you now, Paul. I got you there. I'm good. <laughs> I got you now. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you got Grappolo, you got Lance, you got Brock Purdy, who, by the way, is phenomenal. I mean, really? Who he's, sitting per- he's sitting Purdy. He certainly is. He's making, a, he's making a case for him to be a backup somewhere next year. You don't I think- honestly think, no. I think Grappolo walks, Purdy, and Trey Lance battle for the starting job. I, 100%. I think no. so, yeah. You want my honest opinion? Go. Somebody can somebody can go to to care uh, to Arizona for one year because Kyler Murray is not going to play next year. 
It's that torn ACL. He's out until at least midseason. They're talking. You, they, always, they always talk a, a full year till you're healthy from that. They actually, they actually talk a lot of times. They talk eighteen months. Eighteen months put him puts him out all the next year. Did you see what happened when they fired Cliff Kingsbury, the Cardinals coach? With what? He Kingsbury. literally put he put on his Twitter account. He's like, "I'm taking a one way ticket to Thailand. Yep. Don't call Sorry. me. I don't want." He's like, "I don't yeah. want any coaching jobs next year." And you, you can't blame him. Sean Payton did the same thing. Like Sean Payton's like, I don't want to coach this year. I don't coach th- this year. And he didn't. And now he's there. People are lining up to, to have him be their coach. You know, he's got, he had interviews with the Texans. He's got interviews with the Broncos, um, the Cardinals. <coughs> so, I mean, maybe it's the, maybe it's the thing to do is to take a year off and then come back. So, I mean, you know, you never know. And, and Sean Payton, I mean, obviously Payton has basically said that, you know, he's okay with not coaching this year. If he doesn't, he's looking for the right fit. And I get that. I would love to see him come to Indianapolis, but they need more help than a, co- a coach right now. They need a quarterback. And don't, if he goes there, I swear to God, I will revolt after I throw up. If Brady goes well, there. It just troubles me, though. Shane Sykes and the uh, Chargers coach lets up that big lead against the Jaguars. He, they let, And then also the week before he injures his star receiver by playing him in a meaningless game. Like, why isn't he not fired? I know they fired his coordinators, but why is he not fired? Yeah, they they were talking about that on uh, um, PTI. I was watching that yesterday. They were talking about they let they let all the all the offensive coordinators go, but none of the defensive coordinators. Right. Defense let up thirty something, thirty three points to the Jags to lose, or thirty one points to the Jags to lose, but the offense is the problem. Right. Can somebody explain that? He's an offensive mind coach that calls defensive plays. It's just a really weird system over there. And, and they Los were, Angeles. and I'll tell you right now, everybody was shocked that he didn't, he wasn't the one that got let go. And I think he's shocked he didn't get let go. So I wouldn't want to be there. Yeah. So, but I mean, this weekend should be pretty good. You got the, got the Eagles and the Giants. Um, I, I think the Eagles can beat the Giants. I hate to say it, but. I think it'd be a close game. I do. I think all the games are going to end up being close. It's, it's it's playoff time. It's a lot better. The football's a lot better. So you got that game. You got the Jaguars and is it the Chiefs? Former Eagles coaches going against each other. Yeah. So you got the Jaguars and the Chiefs. Again, I think that – I think Mahomes is going to be able to win that game, no problem. And you got the Bills and the Bengals. You got Burrow versus Allen. Um. I think I don't know. That game is going to be that. That'd be a fun game to watch. I think in Buffalo. So you know, I don't know. Should be a fun weekend again. Hopefully, I get to actually watch more than a game and a half. And then he got the meanless game: 49ers versus Cowboys. Yippee. Yeah, I don't. That one. That game. Like they were talking about it yesterday. That oh, were you surprised that the Niners beat or not the Niners? Take it back. Surprised that the. Cowboys beat the Buccaneers, and everybody's like, no, no, not a surprise. The Buccaneers suck. I, I'm just no, worried about the co- – yeah, yeah, I'm just worried about the Cowboys kicker shaving points. He missed four extra points. Four extra points, and they're, they're shocked that he's still on the team right now. I saw that earlier. They're <laughs> talking about that on, on SportsCenter. Like, how do you stay with this guy? He missed four extra points in the game. Not, not The game wasn't – if it was a closer game, I think there would be a bigger issue. The fact that it wasn't even a close game, I think that's the reason. It wasn't really a big issue. I mean, 
if he'd have lost by if he'd have lost by three points and he missed four extra points, he wouldn't have a job anymore. You, you won by thirty points, so I don't see where that. I just don't see that as being a big issue. He's a decent kicker, anyways. So, yeah, should be a fun weekend, though. I know Jack, you're excited for the, the Eagles game, so. Oh, I am. Um, actually, if you watched a couple weeks ago, Bills fans should be worried because when Demar Hamlin did get hurt, the uh, Bengals were already up seven to three, and the Bengals were charging, arguably, arguably going up fourteen to three in that game. So, that should be a fun game. All of them are going to be great to watch. But yeah, and this, of course, I'm excited. In this game, the the Bills and the and the Chiefs game isn't it going to be at a different location? Or is it this the, one's oh, in, this this one's in Buffalo? My sis, sister and boy, her boyfriend are going to go to the game. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, no, Paul, I did not just say what it, I thought he was going to come out of my mouth. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Wait, no, they should be they, exciting games. They're they're redoing that game, right? No, no they, they just no. canceled that one. They, they're just they ignoring just it at this point, it. yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think if it had more bearing on the, the standings, because I don't think if if the Bills would – they couldn't – Bills couldn't have taken overtaken the Chiefs and the Bengals could have overtaken the Bills. So, the game really had no meaning. If the Bengals had won – the Bills still would have been in second place. So it just it was like, nah, it doesn't really need to be played. If it needed to be played, they would have played it. And if would they the Bills, played the whole game or started from where they left off? They would have started from where they left off. If the I Bills sure if they, that ever happened before. If they if continued not. playing that game and the Bills won out, they would have been the first seed, though. Right. But, um, Corbs, I think you and I have the same predictions for all the games this weekend, I feel. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't really see an upset this weekend. I, I, I just don't. Maybe, maybe the Jags, you never know. I mean, look, he threw four picks and they still beat the Chargers. I mean, it's tough to do that every week and, and, and come back, but they've had a lot of come from behind victories. Well, year, so. well, I was reading somewhere, even though he was suspended the whole year, did you know they have Calvin Ridley next year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they're going to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, this should be decent. I mean, so be fun to watch. This weekend should be pretty good. Hopefully, I get a chance to to watch. I at least want to watch that game. I'm a I'm a Jags fan. I like Andre Cisco. Obviously, SU grad, so or not grad, but SU alum. Um, so it'd be nice to to see. He just he starts there now, so it's nice to to watch and, and see how he does and stuff like that. So that's it. All right, I, I want to backtrack a little bit, Jack. Right. Um, you're you're disturbed about lack of staffing changes in the NFL, but you're not disturbed about an ex-coach declaring that he wants to go to a country known for underage boys being prostitutes? No. No, I said a coach should have been fired for his arrogance um, that he played a player that was hurt, and I... then um, he he blew a lead. That's what I'm baffled about. No. No, that was all. That's going on, Rick. That was just yeah. all just to insinuate that that one coach is going to Thailand to fuck little boys. Sorry. Oh, you know, in all fairness, it's also known for a low cost of living, um, rapidly expanding technology, and amazing food. So, but that's not funny. Great food. That great stuff food. isn't funny. But yes, I mean, I, I wouldn't know. The last time I was even near Thai food, it was getting whipped into the woods. That's <laughs> all I know. I don't true. want to know where you're going with your Thai food. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and second, um, I think we would be remiss if we didn't bring it up in the sports segment, but, um, 
a horrible, horrible thing happened yesterday in the wrestling world. Um, so that Jay Briscoe, one of the, the the Briscoe brothers of Ring of Honor fame, um, killed in a car accident. Yeah, he 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 died in a car accident yesterday. Thirty eight years old. His birthday would be would have been next week. You know, uh, I, I I saw on uh, I saw that his uh his two daughters were in the car too. They're yes, both, they're both seriously injured also. So yes, one was undergoing gonna... multiple surgeries today. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, I'm hope hope to God they're okay. I mean, yes. I mean, you you, you hate the tragic loss of life and all that stuff. And his his brother is in Ring of Honor also. They're his brother. They're yes. brothers. No, 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 no. They're not they're really ex- brothers. They're best no. friends. Really? Yes. It's, yeah. Because when I looked at it, they've got the same last name. Well, Hulk Hogan's last name isn't Hogan, just so you know. Well, that, that's what I'm asking. Like like the real real person last name or yeah. like the Briscoe's thing? Okay. Because you could be right because I'm not super familiar with Ring of Honor. I know his uh, tag team partner, who they call his brother, is not um, really his brother. was where I was going with that. But, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if... It runs in the family, but I could be wrong. And while Corbs is looking it up, we'll move on. Also coming up very soon in the wrestling world, we've got uh, the Royal Rumble. We're, what, a week away? We can change? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. They they keep just announcing more and more matches. Is this going to be like a 20-hour pay-per-view? I know, I know. <laughs> it's it's going to be huge. Um, and Is this the first time that Mountain Dew has sponsored a match? I think so. Yeah, that's, that's I found that a little weird that we're getting the Mountain Dew pitch black match with Bray Wyatt and LA Knight. Yeah. That 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 sounds like <laughs> that sounds like a Vince McMahon thing. Uh who unfortunately is back in the yeah, uh, the chairman's seat. And his daughter walked away. Good. That is good. So wait, you mean Briscoe's daughter walked away or do you mean no, Stephanie? Okay. Stephanie. So oh, yeah, they, go, they, they go by Jay and Mark Briscoe. Yeah, and it's it's I think it's I think it's pronounced Jamie. It's Jamin, Jamin yeah. Pugh and Mark Pugh. They are brothers. So they really are brothers. They're okay, really I stand corrected. So. Okay, I I was under the impression they were best friends masquerading as brothers. My nope. bad. They're okay. actually real life brothers. I am incorrect. I will I will I will say that once and probably oh, edit it right out before the show comes out. <laughs> they. <laughs> Wait, so all right um, what it's twice <laughs> not that i'll admit to but <laughs> okay all right um i think I, you're good with sports I, you gave me sports. that's it earlier okay so let's move it right along jack to so, whatever <gasps> we call your segment again jack's erroneous questions you are week. awful <laughs> That's not cool. How can you not remember? Yeah. Because wow. it's a word that doesn't really fit what it is anyway. I'm just going to mute you right now. Jack's word off. <laughs> All right. Actually, actually, you were talking about food. This kind of goes with the theme. So uh, trivia will be video games, though, this week. What food was the character Pac-Man molded after? Shit, just... Oh, I think I know this. Yeah. Are we going ahead with the answers? Yeah. What? Yes, it's time. Um, it's it uh, well, he's he's yellow, so I'm going to say lemon, but I actually think it was an orange. Cool. 
No. Lemonheads? No. No, it's something odd. Good dry though, Kev. I thought that too. So I'll give you that. Sorry, I was I was writing that. Wait, question. so he's a fruit that eats dots and other fruits? He's not a fruit. It's a food. It's a food. It's I a just, food. I, I went to fruit. I went to fruit. Um, what food? Was there's the two obvious questions. Two obvious suggestions here for answers. Hugh, I'm hoping you're mind melding with me on one of them. I'm gonna go with pie. Uh, it's something weird. Pie? No, like just pie. A no. pie. Uh, did you no. want me to get more specific? A lemon meringue yeah. pie. No. <laughs> well, no, you lose. <laughs> you get nothing. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. You, <laughs> <laughs> you're our only hope. Because well, I, I already said lemon head. So. Oh. The reason I had you go more specific with pie, because it's pizza. Even See that? Was, that's what I was trying to, to throw to. Cue there and Namco. Work. Namco is my source. no. I got it, Paul. I definitely got it, oh, but I couldn't okay. give another answer because I already had. I mean, I could have edited out your first one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but not in real time while we're doing it. This is true. Unless you much. say, "Hey, hey, Hugh, go again." I'll edit out your first answer. Okay. And technically, <laughs> Jack didn't say it was one answer per this time, but I figured that's just the general rule at this point. Is it really pizza? So, Why? Yes. Because he's I... round and there's one slice taken out. Right. That's why when you said pie, I was like, oh, I think he's got it. I was like, be specific. You're like, lemon meringue pie. I'm like, oh, I think we're going to say like pizza pie. Okay. Just one for future it, reference, I will never refer to a pizza as a pizza pie. Just no, I don't either, but some people do. All right. So one answer a piece in the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What popular dining franchise is the founder of Atari responsible for? What popular dining franchise is the founder of Atari responsible for? I geared them towards you guys. <laughs> Not Domino's. No. Got nothing. That's it. Part three. <laughs> Part three. <laughs> PJ's big boy. No. Is that good, by the way? I always wanted to try that. I never had No before. idea. Never okay. got to try it. But TJ's, TJ Big Boy? Yeah, we had one in Camels when I was a kid. I always wanted to go. My mom's like, we're not going there. We went up on the corner of uh, Taft and uh, yep. 11. I used to eat there all the time. I had a funny okay. story about when I was there when I was drunk. I used to know somebody that had the boy, the big boy that was out front. Oh, I, I, think they, I think they got rid of it. That's awesome. That's cool. All right. Um, Wait, I'm who hasn't an answered? Right. Everybody's McDonald's. No. Did you say something here yet? I don't know. No, in and out burger. No. Cor um, Kev was the closest. Believe it or not, it was Chuck E. Cheese. Oh. Well, okay. Oh, that makes perfect sense. It does, yes. So, there All you right. go. I just don't think of that as a dining franchise. No. <laughs> well, you, you go and eat the pizza and play the games. I know. I I was like, okay, that's. I mean, there was a point in time where they made real pizzas in the back, but you know, yeah. now it's it's like, it's like Throw a convenience pizza. store with a bunch of claw games and ticket bullshit. See, I and did. You're DC in soaked just, ball pits. I did DC. Yeah. I did Discovery Zone, but I never did Chuck E. Cheese. Was that any good? Was I never been there? 
You know, you know no, you got to specify, Jack. You got to specify because what? the new Chuck E. Cheese is a piece of shit. Oh, that thing is creepy. Did you see the mascot? It's like an anorexic mouse. Yeah, the old one that was down in Maddydale that I used to go to when I was younger. I that heard. was fun because they actually had real video games there. Yep. Okay. Like and I like, the like game. you guys were saying, they would make the pizzas in the back and bring them out to you. It wasn't okay. just like a fucking assembly line. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, but... now it's like, you know, cardboard pizzas i'm sure they they the crust cut i mean i'm not going to say that they didn't have like frozen dough or something but they at least seemed like real pizzas they were good yeah these are the ones mm-hmm. that chuck and cheese are, are not good so no. yeah all right they still had the ball pit though but it was nice because they had this big elevated area and they had any old arcade game you can think of was up there yeah. uh, and they had separate rooms. They had the, the cocktail arcade tables and some of them, it, uh, it was just a really cool place. Um, now it's, it's really more geared toward, you know, kids with ADD. Yeah. See, I mean, the, because yeah, we definitely need a place for those. The only one I remember that I had fun when I was a kid was Kahunaville. That was a fun one. Oh, I loved Kahunaville, but not to play video games. Yeah. My, my, I was, my mom's, yeah, she's like, get wasted and then play video games she was like yes. my mom was like order food and all that stuff I'm like i don't want to fucking order food then you just like go to the arcade and they had so much like second three nobody could beat me in that loved that place i've got stories that i can't even tell on the podcast about that place i want to hear corb's uh, TJ big Bo- i want to hear T- corb's tj big boy story <laughs> but back to you paul that's another time <laughs> <laughs> all right well I think I was about to throw it to commercial, but then I realized that that's not what we do. Um, So it looks like it's about time to get ready to send this thing home. So here is your weekly topic. You guys ready? Mm -hmm. If your life was a novel, what would the title be? Wow. And the boys will give us their answers when we come back. Stick with us, guys. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. Which 2014 Australian horror film features a scary creature in a children's book? sound means it's time for the weekly topic let me reiterate 
if your life was a novel, what would the title be? Can Boys? I go first? Can go I go ahead. First? Mustache rides for free. <laughs> of course. That works. That works. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that one, Kevin? Yeah. Do Do you want to talk? Yeah. I've had a mustache since I was six. <laughs> do you need to know anymore? No. He went Hulk on his mom. He's like, oh, mustache. Just fuck you by the womb by the mustache. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll go next. It would be missed expectations. Okay. Spelled M O M Y S T. No. Oh, I, I don't know. Okay. All right. Um, I'll go next. Um, incomplete. So that's the. See, there it is. Incomplete would be the name of my book. I would say, because thirty-four is still ongoing. Had some fun stuff. Had some serious stuff, but it's incomplete right now. Corbs. Mine would be just a bit outside. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, and mine was. Shit's broke. What do you want me to tell you? The story of a guy who did just good enough. I feel like you're going to be on the jacket cover going like this. No, probably like... like... I'm going to review that motherfucker. <laughs> review bomb it? <laughs> All right. I can't wait to see what the audience has to say with that. Because actually, when we put these up on uh, the Facebook page, we get some responses usually. So there's been some good it. ones. Both of them? Yeah. I just, well, I just thought, I just have another nice one too. Hit it us with it. Just reboot it. <laughs> That's good. turn it off and back on again. <laughs> All Man, right. I should have totally should have went with George Washington's balls. <laughs> <laughs> you just love that, don't you? His wooden teeth as well. It's his chocolate salty chocolate salty Paul, balls. Paul, you gotta move your you gotta move your cursor. You gotta move your uh, selection. There you go. Um, all right. So, guys, what are you watching? <gasps> I think Kevin needs to go first because I want to find out why he's mad at me. And this is the last segment, so it must be here. Motherfucker. Okay. First of all, The Last of Us is fantastic. Pedro Pascal is badass. And, I mean, he's he's playing the part of a guy that gets shit done. Um, he's not really a badass yet, but he's he's definitely revered in the in the show. Um, I haven't played the game. I need to make that very, perfectly clear. I have not had access to the game. I I may at some point in the near future. Fantastic show, just just absolutely fantastic. The reason I'm pissed at you, Hugh, is because now now this thing up here is working overtime because now I have a reasonable hypothesis about how zombies can really exist i have been reading way too much about fungi global warming and what that could possibly mean and i just i that's not that's not good for me why does that make you mad at me what the fuck did i do you texted <laughs> us about the show <laughs> he said it was fantastic that is the tenuous <laughs> line here and, and you said to watch it it was fantastic oh, oh okay all right because i'm trying to figure out what so, i did wrong 
Really quick, let me just tell you what I found. So Paul mentioned to me this morning that the, the opening line in the show, now if you haven't watched it, this isn't really spoiling anything because it actually comes from the game and it's pretty well-known information. The opening, the opening scene in the show is an interview that happens in 2000, or 1970. It's a couple of scientists sitting with a, a television interviewer. One of them talks about viruses and how there's going to be a global pandemic, blah, 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 blah. The other one starts talking about how fungi are really the problem. And in a situation where the, the environment that a fungi exists in becomes warmer or changes, you know, environmental changes happen and it becomes warmer, a fungi may actually mutate or evolve and be able to exist in that warmer temperature. Now, the problem the, the the reality is right now fungi can't exist for the most part in the human body because our, our body temperature is higher than what a fungi can live in. Not all fungi. There's over a million deaths every single year about uh, human deaths every single year um, that, that actually involve fungal infections. So not all fungi are sub are subject to this. There are and and to go a little bit further, there are some fungi that can take over the 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 animal host in a way that completely takes over their ligature and actually controls the animal and makes it do something that it does not want to do okay and that's the part that they talk about in the in the in the opening scene and it, and it actually and Paul told me today he goes he goes I've heard of that he goes I'm pretty sure that's true sure enough I looked it up and it's fucking true it doesn't take over the brain but it takes over the musculature of the body of the ant and it makes it do something that it wouldn't do otherwise. And then once it does this thing, you know, it latches onto a branch and then it becomes this, you know, the, 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 um, the, the, the it blossoms, it blooms rather. And then the spores uh, 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 fly out and then infect other things and in that way propagates. So, so that, so that's, that's real. That's a real thing. And then, and then, of course, I got into okay. Well, our 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 Earth is warming. You know, it is. You know, environment is warming. So why wouldn't a fungus evolve and be able to survive in a warmer temperature and a warmer host? And why wouldn't it be able to get into our bodies and take over? And even if we're not, even if we're not out there chewing on other people's necks, passing the uh, the virus or the the fungus on to the next host. Maybe we latch onto a tree and bloom, and then all of our spores billow out all over and infect. I mean, the next can you really think of a more beautiful end than that? Not really, but man, I just didn't need to think about this shit. <laughs> it's scary. It's definitely scary. It's scary, um, and it's realistic. It's it's like the very first zombie apocalypse movie, and the and the creator, the creator of Last of Us doesn't like the term zombie he he doesn't associate these creatures with zombies it's not that was not his end game even though that's what everyone else thinks of them as uh, because because the host doesn't die before it becomes an infected thing that goes and infects other people so that's where they're not really zombies I don't know. I just got way into this. As you can tell, I got way into this. And good or bad, the show was great. I think the show was great. And I, I, if you haven't seen it, get off the fucking couch 
and turn the freaking TV over because you got to you got to see the show. It's fantastic. Outstanding. I'm looking forward to this one. Who but again, like it? like we talked about off mic is this is one that I have to find time to watch by myself because Kristen noped right out at the trailer. She was like, mm. yeah, you, you need to fix that. I mean, this this is going to be event television. This is going to be Emmy television. She she doesn't want to miss out on that. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, I, I loved it. There were a few things that got me and, and it wasn't anything to do with it, the being based on the game or whatever. I think I said from the start when uh, Pedro Pascal was first uh, cast, I had a hard time seeing him as Joel. I didn't want to make it about race, but you know, he is, has a different look now after watching it. I love the way he acts it, but two things, the fact that he can't grow a beard to save his life <laughs> and, and Joel needs a beard. It's a little weird. But the other thing is, I just, I can't see him as anything but the Mandalorian now. I didn't realize that until I'm watching the show and it kept pulling me out of it because I, I associate him with that role so closely. Um, the other thing that was a little weird, again, was Bella Ramsey. It's all about the casting. Um, she does a great fucking job, but you know, even my wife said, I don't want to be offensive to her because I'm sure she's a great person, but she's really weird looking. And um, I, I, come on, I said, everyone was thinking, I just fucking said it, you know, she's got a very odd, look, like Matt Smith is a weird looking person, not unattractive, mm -hmm. but a weird looking person. She's look, she looks a little weird. And uh, I just, every time I, I see her doing her thing, acting, I'm just like weird. It just pulls me out. I don't know. I'm not saying she's not the right person for the role. It just, it, it was a little jarring for me. Like I was trying to get lost in the world and those two things kind of kept pulling me out. Um, very happy to see Anna Torv in something. I haven't seen her in anything since Fringe, and I love that show. Um, the 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 expired zombie that they found, the one that mm. was done that that yep. was that was almost beautiful. I guess should say infected. I mean, and it showed you know, like the blooming of the the fungus mm -hmm. and and how everything spreads, almost like it just like you said blossomed and then let go. Uh, it was beautiful. It was terrifying and it was beautiful at the same time. And man, that is a, a fine line to walk. And I think we're going to see a lot of that in the upcoming uh, episodes. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I, it's interesting how you describe Pedro Pascal. I mean, I've seen him in so much stuff. So I've only seen him in stuff. The Mandalorian and in uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, you saw him oh. in Game of Thrones. You saw him in Game of Thrones Wait, as well. He was in Game of Thrones? He was in Game of Thrones. Oh, that's right. He was that uh, that one guy the, that got killed. The Viper, him. right? Yeah, and, Viper. and 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 remember, he his weapon of choice there was a spear. Right. Very very interesting correlation between the two. I mean, obviously he has a skill, but I mean he was in um, not narco, but it was, uh, it was another. It was in narco. It was narco, yeah. but I mean he's been and he's been a bad guy. He was a bad guy in a, in a couple of movies. So he's been around a long time. He has got a. He's got a hell of a freaking rap sheet um, in movies. So, I mean, I, I don't I personally see him as a Mandalorian because we didn't really see him that much. Well, you know, you know the guy in Game of Thrones was kind of a smart ass. So it was his one character. Um, I, I guess just when I when I I wish that they had gone with with unknown actors or lesser yeah. known actors only so that it didn't draw me out because you know when i'm oh, watching yeah. something this big this important something that's going to be a pop culture touchstone i don't want to be going that's the guy from mandalorian yeah i don't, I don't want to be no finger pointing i just want to get sucked into the world and uh that's kind of tough <clears throat> great i i i 
again, I gotta say it. No. Don't let don't let that sway you. No, you've don't. got to see it. That's you've got to see it. This is next level zombie movies. Um and th- that aren't zombies. Um just it's 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 worth it. I haven't even I don't I don't even know what the hell's coming in episode two. It doesn't matter. I, you know, Paul, something you might want to consider for Kristen too is I read that while there are some scary scenes, um there's not as much action as you might expect okay. in the series mm-hmm. as a whole. This is this is more about the characters. Mm-hmm. They're gonna save big spots, but I don't think you're gonna be, be seeing tons of um really scary scenes. The, the ones that are there will probably be really good, but they're they're using it sparingly. All right, cool. Yeah. No spoilers but, as well. But, I, think, um, I think you're gonna be able to, to to tell when those scenes are coming up. So if she doesn't kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you seen it, Jack? Yeah, no spoilers um, as well. So, okay. uh, last, yeah, Last of Us was very good. Um, I see what he was saying. Like, yes, I think of the Mandalorian. You think of Game of Thrones, but you just have to put yourself in. Like, he's an actor doing something different for sure. But that little girl, like, she was also in Game of Thrones, so um, she played a part in that. But it was very well done. I think an she's hour playing tw- the same part because they were both kind of little bitches. <laughs> I think she's great. She's doing a great job because, like. But, like, there's one scene, though, at the end, though, like, what's going on with her? And I was like, okay, that's very interesting how she's reacting to that. Um, but it's cool, though. An hour and 25 minutes, you're watching this for a series premiere. And it's yeah. like, oh, my God, an hour and 25 minutes went by. And um, I saw in the next episode, I think it's like 59 minutes. And then third episode, it's like an hour and 12 minutes. So wow. they, they're definitely going to go over. I think the budget for each episode is going to, like, it's like what you said. This is Emmy. TV that you're going to be watching right here. These, um, it's going to be a slow burn probably at sometimes, but then it's going to pick up. I never played the video game, but it was very well done for sure. I really like that. So I'm personally hoping that this turns into some of the better content that, you know, that we, we should be getting. Um, we, you know, we've, as I said before, like last week, um, we're, we're getting a ton of stuff, a ton of content out there. But not a lot of it is that higher quality stuff. Right. I mean, I consider Wednesday a very high quality, great writing, great, great story development, you know, great character development, phenomenal actors. I'm hoping that that's what this is, is that they they, they push it into that. This is a six hour movie versus here's six hours of content for you to satiate you while you, you know, figure out what you're going to do with the rest of your life. Well, that's it, basically, because like uh, The Last of Us is coming out because when The Walking Dead ended after 11 years, I was watching that from the start on Halloween in 2010. I uh-huh. gave up on Fear of the Walking Dead, and now they have new spinoffs coming out. And just like, my dad's like, let's watch those episodes. I'm like, I am done with zombies. and I'm, I'm done with the walkers and all that shit. But then The Last of Us was coming out. It has some interesting actors that I really want to look at. and I re- And it's written very, very well. You said Wednesday, you're watching that. Another show that I'm watching just as a fun fluff piece, um, as you're saying, Kev, is um, The Bad Batch. So yeah. um, episode three was a was a very, very, very good episode. Yep. This last week, this today's episode was good, but uh, last week, ep- it was good. It was, it, but episode three, though, no spoilers. That was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. So that was kind of cool I know. to see. I know. Oh, so I- good. It's, um, a, it's a character uh, that came back that just, I was like, oh, oh. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know. He'll be back this season, I feel. So we'll see what happens. 
I think um, I think I think we're going to see more than just a bad batch with him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, you guys are mentioning TV and movies. Let's throw it out there. Emily and I went to the Landmark Theater last night, and we saw Anastasia. So um, that was pretty fun. Uh, live theater. That's oh my god. Um, I did a little theater when I was in high school. My siblings did too. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's like Anastasia, as we know, it's a fictitious story. The last Romanoff. Uh, Zari, they, they, she's claimed to be Anastasia. So the music's good. The acting's good. Sold out theater. I saw a lot of people I went to high school with, but it was cool. Like just seeing some live theater. Outstanding. Um, two and a half hours. It was fun. But that's basically what I did. Um, a play and two shows. Nice. Very cool. Neat. What do you got, Corbs? <laughs> uh, so I, I did one. I did binge Wednesday. I got through the whole thing. Uh, fantastic show. Yes. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I literally. Uh, Corbs. So yeah. I asked, I asked Paul this and he didn't have a fucking clue what I was saying. When did, at what episode did you know who the master was? And who hide? Who the hide was? I, How I long did it take I you had, to I figure had, it out? I had, Please I had try hide. not to give spoilers if you can. I, I haven't seen hide. it yet. I had to hide. Um, I want to say the third episode. Really? Yeah. I think. Wait, 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 wait. No, you might be right. When, it might have been three. When? By the time I had when, it, when Wednesday went to the old. Old, old, whatever the old house or whatever the, the thing was. Okay, that's 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 when I figured out that's who that was. The master, I I, I kept thinking about the headmist, the headmaster. I thought she was had something to do with it, and then I actually thought the other kid, the the artist, was had some was playing some part with the hide. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, Hugh. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I've been seeing it. Yeah, we, we we're not going to say anything else. We're not going to say anything else. I want to see it too. One of the really fun things that they did with Wednesday was they kept you guessing yeah. every every episode. every single episode. My wife and I would go back and forth. Who who do you think it is? What do you, why do you think it's that? What what was the revelation? You know what was the revelation this episode that made you believe that person is the one that's the the one they're looking for or whatever. So the the really fun part and and this is what I was talking about with the writing. They did a phenomenal job in in keeping you guessing. You know, keeping mm-hmm. you interested, keeping you wondering. Oh, well, they're making this obvious, so that can't be it. But it's obvious, so maybe that's exactly what it is. Right. I, I, it just it, it just made it so much fun. It just, yes. it just added a added a level to it that you just don't get all the time with, with mm-hmm. shows. You know, I, I just think I think the writers did a phenomenal job. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I, 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 I sat there thinking to myself, you know, does this character know that this character is this person? Type of thing, you know. You, you're sitting there going, "Okay, who knows who is who? Who is what?" You know what I mean? Right. Like I just was like, "I'm like, does does that person know that that person is this and whatnot?" And it, it, it was like, "You're right." It was like one of those things where you're like, "Okay, who is who's playing?" Yep. The puppet, and there was a lot of 
Yep. A lot of layers to that show too. A lot of layers. There was. There was, of, there was also a lot. There were some kickbacks to the to the TV show yep. uh-huh. and the, the original the movie. movie. Yes. Yeah. So I was just I was very shy. I was very happy with that. You know, the whole with the, the with the two snaps type of thing that was that played a part for that. Yes. Came from the, I thought the that TV was cute. Show. Yeah. yeah. That was. I was like, oh, I, at one they did that. I was like, the TV show and the movie that plays right into both of those. Uh-huh. The actress from the yep. original movies is in it and that is the kickback to the original movie i was like wow they really went out of their way to incorporate everything and i know what you guys are saying about about uh lewis guzman being gomez mm-hmm. i like that i think i think he played he played he played that part really well and it's a kickback to the cartoon in a comic book with the, his style it's not yeah the original comic Julius strips yes. right it's not the tv character right yeah. But what I did notice, and tell me if I'm wrong, and this isn't anything that's going to spoil you, Hugh. Um, when they did the flashbacks to the young Gomez, yep. tell me he didn't resemble Raul, Raul Julia's version of Gomez. Yes. So they, they even gave the nod back to that when he was yep. younger. Yep. So yep. Yeah, so yeah. They, they, they incorporated everything. It was, like Kevin said, it was fantastically written. It was well done. Um, enjoyed it. I am looking forward to Season two, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the best part. Yeah, and and uh, you know, I'm sorry. This this if this is a spoiler, if you don't already know this, the very last episode, it's all done, but it's not really a spoiler. It's not really a spoiler. It's a, okay, no it's, spoiler at all. No, it's not really. I mean, because they've already said this. The very last thing they do after everything's all done, the show is done. Wednesday will be back. Yep. Yep. And I wonder if they changed it from when you watched it to when I watched the last episode because what I saw, it said it's official exclamation point Wednesday will return in season two. That's what I saw. That's okay. what I saw. And I do, I wonder if they did that after like after the, the first, announcement was made. Yeah. Well, right. I don't know. Like like because I didn't watch it when it first came out. You know, I just finished it. You know, just recently. So yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, obviously I watched The Last of Us. Um, the only thing I the only thing I noticed that uh, was the when she was sitting in the school when she was getting sitting in school and the kid's hand was shaking. I was was he was that kid? I'm asking this question and because I, I don't know I've never played the game, but that he was showing signs of being infected. Is that what that was? Am I guessing that correct? I, I think so. Um, okay. Part part of the issue here is I don't know how much of the start of that was actually in the game. From what what I remember in the game. Um, you start off with her just at home and her dad shows up and there's bullshit going on. And then you're all that scene where they get in the car and the, the everything, the plane and all that happens. Um, they get, I feel like they gave you a lot of backstory that we didn't get in the game. And okay. the, uh, the, the, the producer of the movie, well, if you watch the, uh, the little after thing where they, they do every show now where they sit there and, and right. recap it. Um, they talked about how they really had to make you care for this character really quickly in the beginning. So they, right. they had to do a little bit more than they did in the game to give her some backstory. Okay. Right. Now in, in the video game, does she die? Does his daughter die right in the beginning like that? Well, now that you spoiled it for Paul. Who cares? That's just Paul. He don't fucking care. Seriously. If he, no, if he actually, I literally him. told Kevin that earlier. I'm like, I'm okay to be spoiled on this. Yeah. Like, it, actually, dude, everything that you saw is i mean it, it to the point where some people have even said watching the show is like watching a youtube of all the cinematics of the game i mean they're they're, oh, well. they're really nice yeah 
Nice. And right okay. down to the lady who plays the lead of the Fireflies. That's the same lady who voiced that character in the oh, game. No oh, kidding. wow. That's no awesome. shit. She's, she's aged so well that they were able to actually use her. Now, the girl who played uh, the original Ellie is going to show up as um, Joel's wife in the past, I guess, in a flashback. Uh, or or maybe it's it's she's going to be Ellie's mom or something in a flashback. I'm not sure, but she is going to be there. But that lady, yeah, that's actually the lady who originally played that character. I thought oh, that's that was cool. cool. Very cool. That's cool. That, that, that is pretty cool. And then the other show I watched was uh, Fire Country. Oh, okay, yeah. So I liked I like that show. Um, it's it's uh, it's a decent show. It it drops every Friday night, so usually on Friday nights I'll uh, or Saturday mornings. Is that like a uh, fire kind of like uh woodland firefighters kind of thing? Yes, is that, but that's it's, the one. It's, okay. Yeah, it's but the the main character is a convict. Oh. So they, there's a it's called oh, fuck if I can remember the name of it like Fire Mountain Rescue or something like that. But it's a it's a bunch of convicts that are trying to get time off of their sentences by doing volunteer work, oh. fighting fires with actual fire rescue from that area. Well, that's now, cool. The, the the backstory is the the main character is from that town, and he's got a history in that town. There's something that happened, and oh. his father is the chief of the of the main fire rescue. His mother is like the battalion chief, so she runs the whole shebang. His best friend is in the in it, and his sister, his best friend's sister, is also in fire rescue. So there's a whole thing about. It, why he's there, why he's there, and there's a backstory to Forbes, each. are you hitting your table? Yes. Stop hitting your table. <laughs> I mean, it, that, that's what it is. So it, there's a backstory for that whole, it, it goes into it and explains everything to it. It's, I like it. It's got the guy that um, was in SEAL Team, one of the lead characters, not not um, not Angel, which is David Boreanaz, mm-hmm. lead character in SEALs, but the guy was just under, played like the co co star, um, Max Stereo. He wrote this TV show for CBS, and nice. Uh, he's the lead character in it, and it's I enjoy it. Um, it was one of those shows that I saw was coming on, and I was like, I want to watch this, and then I missed it because I didn't know what day it was going to be on, so I missed the first two episodes. Then I watched three and four, and then it broke for the holidays, and I was like, Well, fuck, but, uh, <laughs> how am I going to watch the show now? So when I got Paramount Plus, went I, back. I went back and I watched all the episodes. I missed a few other episodes in there from out doing shit or whatever. <laughs> so I when I got Paramount Plus, that was one of the shows I binged right away. So nice. So that and you know, eighteen eighty three. I think I think I've seen that um, that show advertised. It, it, they're advertising it as the the top new show, top new. Like, drama or whatever on cbs or whatever i mean it's it's getting fantastic and it's been uh relighted for a full season so it should be nice i don't know 12 15 20 episodes something like that so they're up to 10 episodes now so that's cool very cool yeah that's it all right jack did you get a chance to go yeah yes yeah anastasia that's right all right. Uh, the only other thing that I've got is I've finally started into the new season of Titans. I'm two episodes into that. And uh, boy, that gets fucking dark real quick. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, and 
The guy that played Lex Luthor? Is that is that the guy who is the like Irish mob boss in Sons of Anarchy? I have no idea. Titus like, something? Titus Wheeler? Yeah. Okay. Or Welliver? It's Welliver, isn't it? Welliver. You're right. You're... Yeah. Wow, what a change he's he's undergone, I'll tell you. Hmm. So Yes. Yes, he is Lex Luthor. Yeah. That's he did a great job as him. I loved him. But so far from what I've seen anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's the only other show that I've gotten to watch. I'm only two yeah. episodes in. Uh, Kevin's barking at me to hurry up and get through that one too because he wants to discuss episode six. Titans is so, dark as fuck. Yeah. Aren't they on break right now or did it come back? Yeah, no, they did the Just first six, six episodes and then it okay. stopped and they're going to do the second half of the season. So well, hopefully I'll get caught up by then. So, like, Yellow's, like Yellowstone, it won't come back to the fucking summer. Right. Mm-hmm. So, all right. But that's uh, that's all I really got. Well, then you know what time it is. <gasps> it's it's time for Paul. Who is it? Paul the driver's nugget or something. <clears throat> All right. This turd nugget. Don't touch your nuggets. The difference between genius, Jesus fucking Christ, with you guys. <laughs> well, read the room, man. <laughs> I'm trying to end the room for us. Something <laughs> like George Washington's nuggets. <laughs> Can I now? Go for it. I got All nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The difference between genius and stupidity, genius has its limits. Good night, everybody, and megabyte me, bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. production.